What's up, people? It's your girl, Myasia, and welcome to the Me Oh My podcast. This podcast is all about me being on the journey to becoming a healthier me. Topics about mental health, love and relationships, what's popping in today's society, and just everyday struggles will be discussed each week. The journey to a healthier me won't be easy, but each week I plan on unpacking more baggage. So stay tuned. We got some healing to do. This is the Me Oh My podcast. Peace. Hey y'all, what's up? You already know who it is. It's your girl Maisha. Welcome back to another episode here at the Me oh My podcast. Um, I just want to say that we are at episode ten. Like I, I feel like I should go out and celebrate and buy myself like a fucking a Mercedes Benz or something because the consistency that I have displayed throughout these past two months has been like just awesome. Honestly, like. I'm super proud of myself because I was saying for a while that I wanted to start a podcast. I started it and I was so afraid I wasn't going to be as consistent, excuse me, as consistent as possible. But here I am. I'm very much consistent, very much producing. And I hope that you guys are enjoying the content that I put out each week. Um, I don't really get a lot of feedback as to what you guys want to listen to for my listeners who do listen but I will continue to just produce content and hopefully you continue to like it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to announce that we are on episode 10. I think I'm going to have 20 episodes per season. So we're halfway through the season, basically. I was going to do 10 episodes, but it seems kind of short and I want to produce as much content as I can each season. So yeah, that's just how it's going to work. But um, how was my week? what did I do this week so I in process this week at my new duty station and it was it was weird because I don't know I just get anxieties I think everybody just gets anxieties when it comes to just starting something new right like you're just nervous you're not used to it. it's a different environment you know you want to make friends you want to be likable you want to make sure you know like you're giving off a good impression um I walked in because, like, of course, I'm a second lieutenant and I was in processing with a whole bunch of like specialists and privates and um, some more officers. I did have a few captains and a first lieutenant um, and they were cool. They were like I, the good thing about it was because there were people who were on the officer side, we kind of all had something to talk about. Like, you know, where do we commission from and what is our MOS and how was bullet for us? And I was asking um this first lieutenant, I was just talking to him, asking him about, like, you know, what was his first first few years like in the military? Because he's only a first lieutenant, so he hasn't gone that far. But um, he he gave some really good advice and just told me, you know, like, just be open to taking notes and stuff like that. And he just was like, he never got the vibe that I was a person who was a know-it-all. But you get, like, second lieutenants who come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't need to know that. Or I already knew that. And now they sitting there looking like a fucking idiot because they thought they knew something that they didn't. But anyways, um, in-processing was, like, about, well, I in-processed the whole week. So I did, you know, the re- the regular medical, dental, that type of stuff. And then I went to transportation um, submitted my little travel voucher so they could give me my money back, okay, period. And then I went to my unit and I'm at the brigade, which is is nerve wracking to me because um I feel like I'm so higher up in, in the S two shop. But the vibes that I get from the people in the S two shop is like mad chill. Like I got instantly comfortable with them. Like we click instantly. 
um, especially because it was two African American uh, people. I don't say African American, two Black people in the um, S two shot, which also made me feel com- comfortable. One of them is the commander, so I was like, oh yeah, this is good. Um, we instantly clicked, instantly robbed. It's just very chaotic right now, and I'm just like, I heard so many. What's weird is like I heard so many people talking about how. Um, I picked the wrong duty station. He was like, yeah, you picked the wrong one. Four stores in need of like second lieutenants and captains because people don't want four store. And I'm like, I want it for store because Savannah is right there. Like it's a good environment. I feel like I live in a nice environment, like a nice area. Like it's put in a perfect place, but the, the base itself, so many people have said like it's complete fucking bullshit and i'm just like well um that's not really something you should say to someone who's just coming here but um okay like um i don't i don't know i'm just i'm nervous but after a year i might just change honestly because i honestly don't want to deal with the fuckery of for Stewart. so i might be moving on going to do station with my boyfriend and you know where it's less chaotic and stuff don't want to be in alaska really but i would want to be with my boyfriend so yeah other than that i did i chilled for real only downside is like i have to drive 40 minutes to work which means i have to leave i have to wake up like an hour and a half earlier than when i am supposed to like when i should wake up because it takes 40 minutes to get there so i gotta wake up like for in processing they made us get there like six fifteen for formation so i had to wake up at four forty five to like get everything together i had to pack lunch because i knew i wasn't going to come back i had to pack clothes like my uniform boots and like um clothes to shower in because i had to shower at the base because i couldn't drive home after pt which was so annoying and it was stressful i was very very tired because yeah waking up 40 minutes prior to you gotta be there and then on top of that i will still like try to like leave at a a decent time so that i'm not there super early i'm not forcing myself to wake up super early but it just still like didn't work out great because i mean i would get there on time but i would still be like super fucking tired like by friday i was tired as fuck i'm like oh my god i gotta do this next week but the good thing about it is we do PT on our own, which I love because I get to like do my own workout, which benefits me. I hate, I hate organized PT with, cause people just really don't know how to do PT, but yeah. Oh, and I d- worked out yesterday and I did a really, oh my God, you ever work out and you just feel so fucking good after it? Like, because you know, you like did a really good workout, like I, my rest days are Fridays and Sundays, and yesterday I went to the gym and I did uh, hamstring, glutes, um, quads, and I really wanted to activate my glutes as much as possible, and I wanted to um, my hamstrings. That was big, so I did this um, superset, which was um, hip thrusts, but I increased the weight. Like I've I've been seeing a lot of posts about grab the heavy weights, grab the heavy weights, so I instantly grabbed the heaviest like. I grabbed the 50 pound for the hip thrust because that was, that was heavy for me. Um, well it's 50 pounds, not heavy, but I think I was doing like 30 before. So I just jumped to 50. Um, and then I did these back lunges with, uh, 25 pounds, 
um, just holding 25 pounds. And then I did uh, the sumo squats with 40 pounds, which killed me. But I made sure I kept my um, my heart rate up the whole time so that I could get a more effective workout. I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of posts, too, about people saying keep your heart rate up during the workout. So I, like, took less of a break throughout the workout. I checked my heart rate. It was, like, 180-something. And I tried to keep it at, like, 180 or higher throughout the format formation throughout the duration of the workout and then I did um hamstring curls and I did uh leg press but I I'm PR'd on my leg press which I'm super proud of I did I want to say one something but I know it doesn't seem like a lot to some people but to me it was a lot because I like chilled out with the lifting for a long time like at Bullock I wasn't I wasn't like lifting or um like pressing much but it was a lot for me like I feel it in my glutes today I feel it in my hips I feel it in my hamstrings that's how I know I did a good workout so yeah I just rambled on for nine minutes about the gym um anyway so let's get into the media minute I decided to talk about the baby right because I'm very much confused about his like narrative and like what the fuck is going on with him because like I've been seeing a lot about him on social media as far as like him shooting somebody him getting into altercations like just really out here like acting like a hoodlum like I don't know I I personally don't really listen to the baby's music like I've listened to a few of his popular songs like Suge or um Babysitter and you know like stuff like that or some of his old songs like 21 best friend I think that type of stuff but I personally feel like he's just getting out of hand a little bit to me like he's a very aggressive dominant man and I think he has to constantly show how dominant he is and it just like it's starting to not give him the good like image that I'm sure he wants as far as like the entertainment world goes I can't really like get into it I don't know much about it but like the alter like the altercation about him shooting shooting at poor boy at Walmart like they was fighting I guess and then um the baby pulled out a gun and shot him I'm not really sure the whole incident but I did see a video of it like a video got leaked of it or whatever and I was just confused honestly because it looked to me like the baby kind of got upset about it about him and a boy fighting right after it looked like he kind of started the fight and then next thing you know he like starts like getting riled up pulls out a a gun and like decides to shoot this man dead in walmart like i'm confused and then like the fact that it got thrown out to me was like "Mm, was it really justifiable though like "Mm, i don't know um and then like the next incident with him with um Danny Lay, Danny Lay, is that her name? His baby mom. Um, him fighting the, her brother inside of the bowling alley. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen that video of him fighting the boy, and he was all jumping him in a bowling alley in a lane, and it was all slipping and sliding and shit. Yeah, that to me was crazy because they jumped that boy. That's number one. Two, it's like, why are you fighting your baby mother's brother? Like, what? What he probably told you stop disrespecting his sister, something like that. He was defending his sister. I don't know. To me, it seems like if a boyfriend is fighting a brother or you know, like a baby dad or something like that, 
the brother most likely has a reason as to why. You probably disrespected his sister. You probably is talking mad shit about his sister. Probably just doing unnecessary shit. And he's defending her. And now you want to fight him. But they jumped him. To me, it looked like it was a jump. I don't care what nobody say. It looked like it was a jump to me. Um, Yeah, that, that was just... Yeah. Um, the next thing I had seen was, um, I think he, oh, about him shooting, shooting a boy at his, um, house who, like, was breaking in or something like that. I think that was justifiable a little, but to me, it's just like, he's, like, every time I see something, I just automatically think, like, of this aggressive hood man, and, like, I just don't think that he, I think he should chill out, honestly, because... Sooner or later, is he got cleared for a lot of these charges that was being put on him within like the last five years, I think. But I feel like you ain't gonna be cleared from everything. Something's gonna catch up to your ass, and you gonna that career that you got, the money that you got, the fame that you got, it's all gonna go down the drain because your ass gonna be in jail somewhere for doing something impulsively. I think his actions are very on impulse. Like I don't think most of it is you know like a situation has occurred prior to and you know it was a build-up I think most of this of what he does is off of impulse like I mean as far as him um shooting a guy at his home that's that's very justifiable because he wasn't on your property and I mean he did call the cops and told them like he's apprehended until you get here so that was good but I feel like everything else, I just, I just think that he's a very impulsive person who thinks on how I feel right now in this exact moment, whether it be him being upset about something or whatever the case is. I don't think he thinks truly about his actions in the long run, and I think it's just going to catch up to him, but that's just me. Um, All right, so I decided to name the episode Ill Sex, and... I told y'all I wanted to make this a little bit spicy, um, because why not, like, why not? So, I actually listened to this other podcast, and it's, like, a sexualized podcast where they talk a lot about, like, sex, and, you know, like, their favorite positions, and the nastiest things they've ever done, and, like, you know, stuff like that, and to me, I personally would not want a whole podcast structured around that, just because, like, of how personal I feel like certain things are. But, um, I thought it would be cool to have a topic talking about, um, sex because it is very, it's a topic that most people don't want to talk about because they don't feel comfortable enough to talk about it. Um, it's very much like it needs to be more normalized as a natural thing because I hear people like, ew, sex, like, why are you talking about that, or it just puts people in this awkward mood, or, like, this awkward position where they, like, kind of don't want to talk anymore, and they don't want to, like, I don't, I, I just personally feel like it should be more normalized, because it is a thing, and, like, they talk about it in school, right, like, in health class, we talked about sex, and using condoms and how babies get here and STDs and that type of thing. But I feel like it's, they don't talk about it and make it a comfortable thing to talk about. You know, like for females, for example, when I first went to the OB, um, the OBGY and I need, I was younger, I was like 16. I need to get checked to make sure I was all right. Cause I had, I think that was when I first started like having sex and um, I was so afraid to talk to the doctor about like, you know, everything that was going on, going on down there. 
because I was just like, mm, like, it's just not something I should talk to her about. I'm afraid. And then, like, the worst part about it is, like, parents, they don't make it easy for you to be comfortable about the things that you, you know, are uncomfortable about. Like, my grandma, like, I actually not even my grandma, because my grandma was very, like, she she understood what it was to be a young girl and, you know, like, exploring sex and that type of thing. But um, I've seen a lot of posts about people talking about how their parents will be, like, so upset at them to find out that they're having sex and, you know, like, taking, taking them to the doctor and, like, they're so scared to tell the doctor about what's going on with their body because their parents are in the room. And I just feel like I got here from you having sex so why do you make it so uncomfortable for me to talk about having sex or you know like can you check me you know like just to make sure everything is all right you know that type of thing um I I just I feel like when you get into a doctor's environment and stuff like that parents want to perceive you as this perfect child when that's not the fucking case yes I'm out here ripping and running I was having sex I want to get checked. I want to make sure I'm all right because I am at a young age. And, you know, people just, people are not educated enough to know, you know, protection or clean yourself properly, you know, that type of thing. But my grandma was very open to, you know, us telling her things like that because she was once a kid and she understands what it is to be a, a young girl. And, you know, you start to explore boys and, you know, that type of thing. Um, What's funny is my grandma one time, right, I was going, this was when I was with my ex in high school, and I was going to go meet up with him at his house, and my grandma was like, um, she had said something like, oh, because I was like, grandma, can I go to my boyfriend's house, and she knew him already, so she was like, yeah, what you about to go over there and get your yams, um, what she say, she said something about, getting your yams cooked or something like that and I'm like what grandma and to me it was so awkward because at the time I wasn't as comfortable talking to my grandma about sex like she knew I was having it but it was just like what grandma like what did you say like she was like oh you about to go over there and get your yams butter I think that's what she said yeah yams butter I was like what the fuck I was cracking up because I was like, Grandma, what? And she was like, yeah, you about to go over there and get your yams butter? And I was like, no, Grandma, no. I mean, I really was about to go over there and, like, have sex. But, like, at the time, I was like, Grandma, what? Like, don't say that. Don't don't use that, like, word. Don't word it like that. Like, yams butter. Like, what did you even, <laughs> like, where did you even come up with this? Like, older people and they words be cracking me up. Um. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about how I feel like people sexualize children at such a young age. Um, because I've seen a lot of like, like the younger parents, like, you know, when they have kids and they dress them up real cute. Right. And they, they automatically sexualize this two or three year old based on what they're wearing. Right. And I think certain things are just not for kids. If you want to get your daughter dressed up, I mean, yeah, of course, you, you know, like some people have kids and, you know, they treat them like a little baby doll where they get them dressed up, this, that, and the third. But to me, I feel like certain things you just don't put on a child. Like, I don't know. And certain things, like, people sexualize children by based off what they're wearing because they're so young because they see um, them in, like, clothes that are for older people but put on a child. And to me, I just, I personally wouldn't do it for my daughter. Like, I'm going to dress her like a child. That means buying kid clothes for her. Some of them clothes don't look like they made for the child. It looks like she 
yeah, is where her mother's clothes and they shrunk it down to a, a size T toddler. I don't know. Um, but I do think that kids are sexualized at such a young age. And I, like I said, I was listening to a podcast and she was talking about how, um, this one girl said something about how she, like, she was so afraid for her her niece because she knew what she know she got took advantage of. And she basically was saying, like, the little girl was so pretty and, you know, men are going to, like, take advantage of her. And she, like, labeled her as this, like, sexualized little girl at such a young age. And it was just, like, um, to me, I was just, like, mm, I don't think you should, like, automatically put that label on her as yeah, people are going to automatically take advantage of her because she's pretty now and she'll be pretty when she get older. Like, no, I just don't think that sh- that's how it should work. I-, I feel bad for the parents or the people who sexualize kids at such such a young age because then you have the parents who are very overprotective uh, protective of them because they fear, you know, that they'll get taken advantage of like how the parents did when they were younger. And it sucks that you have so many people who've dealt with being taken advantage of at such a young age and most of that is because men sexualize these little girls and they see them as oh yeah she got a she got a, a grown woman body she's an eight-year-old kid like what do you mean like I'm grateful honestly I've never was the type to ever got taken advantage of and I, I pray that it never happens to my child and that you know still to this day I'm 23 years old but I pray that I still never experience something so traumatic like that um because I was such an open kid. Like, I was very talkative, very loud. I talked a lot. I was always in grown folk business. And I didn't care. Like, if somebody said something to me that rubbed me the wrong way, oh, I'm going to go snitch. And that's probably most of the reason why nobody ever decided to take advantage of me. But I say that to say I feel bad for the children who are sexualized at such a young age because you have these grown-ass men staring at these little-ass girls like they are grown women. Like, what do you see in this child? That makes you think she's a grown woman. Like, a lot of movies show, like, the the girl who just, you know, like, grew into her breasts or grew into her butt or grew into her shape. And she automatically just gets sexualized as this this older person. And to me, it's like, why? Why? She's, she's just a kid. She's growing into her body and, you know, her shape and her fatigue. And she's just like, why do you feel the need to sexualize her now? Because she's growing into her body. I don't, I can't get into it. I personally just feel like, I think we should leave kids as kids. Like, I think the younger generation these days, too, are having so many damn kids. I don't know. I was just talking to somebody about this. Like, everybody's having kids. Like, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, actually, because it is Mother's Day. Um, I just feel like the younger generation tends to... They dress their kids more than what they should. Like, it's okay to have your kid fly. I'm not saying your child can't be fly, right? But certain things are just not meant for a child to wear. Like, and you know it. Like, I personally feel like the whole baby hair thing on babies is weird. And that's just my, that's just my sense on it. Because I've seen people, you know, like, I'm not saying baby hairs is a no-go. Like, you want your child to look nice when you do their hair, you know, a little swoop here and there. But... When you see the kids with, like, the long swoops and the curls and all that right there on their forehead, like, why are you playing in fucking edge control on your on your child's head? Like, that's weird to me, honestly. I personally don't like that. Like, if I see a little girl with all these, like, 
baby hairs. I'm just looking like, why couldn't she just get like a simple little hairstyle, maybe a little swoop or something like that? Something simple. Like, kids are not kids anymore, and it sucks because growing up, I was ba- ballies and fucking in barrettes, right? But you go on Instagram or you go on social media now, and you see kids in like knotless braids. First of all, I think that's too much tension for a child. I see them in box braids. I see, like, I just think that kids are just not kids anymore, and it sucks because. I don't know, when I have my child, they're going to be a damn child, okay? Like, I'm putting you in baldies, barrettes, um, yeah, little ponytails, you're going to get some bees, like, that type of thing. And, like, these little older people hairstyles are being put on children that I feel like it's just not meant for a child's head. Like, yes, it's, certain ones are cute, like the little hearts with the bees. I think that's very cute. But certain hairstyles, like the knotless braids or something like that, like, low tension for a child's head is best because... Their head is so sensitive. Like, they have, like, little fucking potato heads. Like, I don't think... Yeah. Anyways. um, Why is it okay for celebrities to wear, like, sexy clothes? But, like, me, I can't go out and wear, like, sexy clothes out in public because then people gonna look at me like I'm fucking crazy. But celebrities can. Like, I think a lot of celebrities are very sexualized, too. At such a young age, like I just said, like, for example, uh, Megan Good. I was actually watching her documentary where she got, like, some type of movie or doc. Yeah, I think it was a documentary. And she talked about how they sexualized her and put any put her in these sexy girl roles when she, like, started her acting career. And I was like, wow. And it was all because she was pretty. She had a nice fatigue, you know, nice eyes, the skin color, the hair, the nice smile. And I was shocked because she talked about how they wanted her to be in sexy roles all the time. She never really got to enjoy her childhood because of it. And it was just like wow like a lot of young people a lot of young beautiful actresses are put in these sexy roles at such a young age and some of them are like fucking 14 15 years old and they playing this sexy role and they don't even really get to play the child role they don't really get to enjoy that phase that they're in in their life which is like 12 13 14 you know like at that age they probably just start high school you know like and I've seen, uh, I've seen Megan Good, and she talked about it. And she just talked about how, like, because I, of how she looked, she was just automatically sexual, sexualizes this, like, this sex symbol, basically. Um, it's weird, though, how, like, you have directors and stuff like that that automatically sexualize girls and put them in these rules. And I think it's a little different for men because... You have men who are very handsome, but at the same time, I think men can be sexualized too um, at such a young age. I don't, I can't really think of an actress who was sexualized. Um, Oh, I forgot his name. I just seen, it was the one who did, um, I think it was a Hanes commercial. He was young. He was like 16, but he was automatically sexualized because he had a nice body. They put him in some underwear and was like, be sexy, okay? And he had to be sexy, but he was already, like, very handsome, but he couldn't even be a damn kid. He couldn't be a teenager because he was automatically putting this, you got to be sexy role, and, I mean, he grew up as a sex symbol. Now, everybody sees him as a sex symbol, and not really a child, but, yeah, um, I, I think it's weird, though, because, like, if I want to go out, and I want to look cute, right, and I want to put on something sexy, people staring at you all day long, like, why the fuck is she wearing that, but, you go on social media and you see that you see artists like Ari the Fletcher and like other people who like just out all day and ass and titties is out like 
big ass butts like all of that and like they're like praised for it. like oh yeah she looks so good like well why can't I wear the same thing I don't even have half of an ass that she has and I can't go out in sexy ass attire like that like mm, I don't know um yeah so back to the sex actually they actually talked about like exploring sex and like relationships and stuff like that on the, the podcast that I was listening to and they always ask people who are like in relationships about sex right like how is their sex life have they explored this have they explored that and I had to really sit and think like hmm I do I want to sit and talk to y'all about my sex life no not at all um but I do want to explore more I feel like I'm only 23 right but there's they talked a lot about the experiences that he have done and I feel like some things are kind of like a bucket list type of thing that can be done right but it's just awkward because you have some partners who just are not open to those type of things. Um, I'm all here for exploring, like, the bedroom, right? Like, I love to, like, spice things up. And that's one thing me and my boyfriend do best is, like, we try to spice things up. Like, you know, that type of thing. And it's sexy. Like, it's it turns you on. But I don't know if I want to explore, explore, like, how they were talking about. Because they talked about, like, um, orgies and, like, threesomes and going to, like, a sex club and that type of stuff and I'm just like mm. I think certain things are literally meant to be private and your sexual life is one of those things that should be private and you should not be out at a sex club having sex with I don't know whoever many however many people is there all out in public and stuff like that I just I don't know a lot of it was never could be me but yeah that's really it for this episode though I hope that y'all enjoyed it honestly I am hungry i don't know if y'all can hear the growling but i'm hungry so i'm about to go eat and i gotta wash clothes and get ready for the week i meal prepped this week but what was weird is that i meal prepped for lunch because i can't drive home because it's 40 minutes and i realized that i still have to eat dinner right and i didn't meal prep for dinner i just meal prep for lunch so now i gotta figure out what what am i gonna eat for dinner I got pizza rolls, but, like, I don't eat pizza rolls. I still got meat, so I think I'm just cook the rest of the meat and, like, meal prep that for the rest of the week to eat for dinner because I live right next to the outlets, y'all, and it's, like, 100,000 food restaurants around here, and one thing about me, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get me some food up, up the street somewhere. I love Zaxby's, and it's, like, three minutes away. They got Longhorn, which I love me some fucking Longhorn. They got, um chick-fil-a right across the street like everything is right here and i'm either gonna get fat from eating all this fast food or i'm gonna be in this bitch trying to whip shit up so yeah i cook me some chicken some rice and some corn and i meal prep that for every day of the week but we'll see yeah so i'm out of here i hope y'all enjoyed the episode I always tell y'all every week to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And nobody leaves a review. Like, do y'all just not like me? Like, the fuck? Anyways, leave a review, seriously, though, because I genuinely want to know what people have have to say about the podcast. I always ask, and then, like, people text me on, like, Instagram, but they don't really leave a review. So, yeah, I really would appreciate if you guys just took the time to write a review. And let me know what you want to hear, like, you know, in these upcoming episodes, because... I'm always brainstorming stuff and I'm always trying to, you know, think of more things to talk about and more things that'll be interesting to you. If you guys never leave a review, I can never know if I'm doing a good job at producing the content. But it's nobody's fault. You guys are 
the people who are constantly listening, you obviously like what I'm talking about. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for all the support as well, too. I think I reached, like, 200 downloads um, for all my episodes, which I'm super excited and super happy about because I'm only on episodes 10, and to have 200 downloads is, like, great. So, I thank you all. I'm about to go eat, though, because I'm hungry. This is the me. Oh, I can't even get it out. <sighs> All right. I'm tuning out. This is the me on my podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Peace.